Dexter Stucky presents Industry, Industry Friends. Friends. Hello, guys. Welcome to the first edition of Industry Friends. I am your host and the creator of this show, Dexter Stuckey. I'm so excited for this right now. Um, if you're listening to this on the launch day, it's my birthday, so I feel like it was the perfect day to launch this podcast. I've wanted to do this for so long, and I want to get into a little bit of the story. So the main reason I wanted to do this podcast is because when I graduated from college, it took me five years to get into the industry that I'm currently working in, which is media and entertainment. It actually took me five years to even get an interview, to be honest with you. Um, my journey has been insane, and I really feel like if I had maybe a friend to talk to me about this wild and crazy industry that I wanted to get into, things would have been a little different. So you might know me from Bro Talk Live, which is a show that I do with four other guys. We talk about urban pop culture, um, entertainment, and just all, and just have a, a really great time doing it. I'm not just going to be giving out candy. Like, you wouldn't go to Walmart and be like, oh, give me this free candy. So you need to run these coins if you come to my house and get candy following. <laughs> Another way you might know me is from Patty and the Millennials. I um, co-host with... Patty Jackson of WDAS in Philadelphia and a bunch of other co-hosts. We, co- we go on there. We have a great time. And uh, we give our perspectives of different things going on in the world in a millennial, from a millennial standpoint. Anytime somebody says something to us that doesn't make any sense, we're going to call them out. And that's what we have to get the supporters to do. But we can't call them stupid. We have to let them do it. And um, if you don't know me from school or from, or, or from some other place or whatever, you probably know me from work. I work at iHeartMedia. I'm a client services coordinator. Again, it took me four years to get here. I mean, five years, sorry, <laughs> to get here. And I'm finally here, and I'm super excited to be here. A little bit about my story is that so after I graduated college, I immediately started working. After I graduated college, you know, I didn't work right away. I, you know, took some time off or whatever. And I was like, you know what? Like the doors are going to, eventually the doors are going to open. People are going to be knocking on the doors to get me to work at their facility. I killed it in my senior year in college. You know, I, I worked um, I worked in the, the mass comm department. You know, I, I was a part of the newspaper I had lead stories every week. I was on the radio. I had, I had my own show. I produced shows. I directed shows. I, I did everything. And then I created a TV show. I starred in a TV show on campus. So you name it on the mass comm level, I did it. I was even chosen to um, interview Bill Cosby, which was insane. Probably one of the biggest moments of my career at that time. And I just knew, like, again, once the once I graduate from here, the doors will come open, like, CBS and, and, and iHeart and, and ABC, Fox, they're going to knock down my doors because they're going to want me to work for them. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> when I graduated, I had a little bit of money saved up because, you know, I didn't spend too much money when I was in school. So I spent maybe a couple weeks like traveling and like, you know, having fun and just, you know, living life um, postgraduate. And after a while, I was like, okay, you know what, like, let's try to like start applying for some jobs. So I graduated in May of 2011. I applied for jobs, and I ended up starting at Verizon Wireless in August of 2011. So it wasn't a very long time with me without a job, so I'm like, okay, cool. But the longer things went on, like, the, the more, like, I realized, like, damn, I'm really not working in the field that I wanted to work in. So I, you know, would apply but not hear anything back and just like, okay, like, whatever. I'm, I'm here. I'm still making money. Everything's fine. I've never really told this story before, but I feel like 
this is a great time to do it because in my opinion, like this is, this is something that I can kind of like live for. You know, this is something that, that a platform that I can use to tell situations and stories about me that not even people that are super close to me know. But I was actually laid off from Verizon Wireless in 2013. And it was probably the most devastating thing that I've dealt with in my professional career. I remember sitting there and they, they called a meeting and I was in the meeting and they're like, you know, we've sold off our locations and because, you know, everyone who's working at certain locations won't be there anymore. Didn't really mean anything to me because a little bit of a backstory, I broke my foot in 2013 and I, you know, volunt- and I told them at Verizon, like, you know what, can I work at one of the, the other locations? Because it's easier for me to get there with the boot of my foot and all that stuff. They're like, sure, no problem. So then I'm there working, everything's fine. The meeting I just referred to was called, and they were like, you know, yeah, we're selling these properties. So if you're working there, you know, that means you too. And I'm like, oh, it's okay, though, because I wasn't hired to work at this facility. Like, I'll just go back to my other one. And they were like, no. (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, since you were here at the time of it, like, you're included in the layoff. And again, like, that was, for me, so devastating because I had never experienced anything like that this is the job that I was at for three years at this point. And it's just like, how is this possible? I remember going home or driving home and like, I, I immediately just start crying. And like, I felt like a failure. I felt like a loser. I'm just like, this is not supposed to happen to me. Like this is, this isn't okay. This isn't cool. I feel like I'm getting emotional now. <laughs> um, yeah, it just, it, it hurt. It hurts so much to, to, to get that blow of being like laid off. And I called my mom and I was like, I was fired. They fired me. And she kept asking me, like, why? Like, what happened? Like, calm down. And I explained the situation. And she said to me, and I'll never forget these words. She said to me, Dexter, you are living at home with us. You're very young. You have the world at your feet. Everything is going to work out. And when she said, like, everything is going to work out, like, I'm just like, wow, like, I don't think so. And then she continues to this day to say, Dexter, you were never fired. You were laid off. There is a big difference. At that time, I wasn't trying to hear that because, look, at the end of the day, I'm not going to work tomorrow to pick up a paycheck. <laughs> so, um, again, like the everything is going to work out has always stuck with me. And after leaving Verizon, um, I quickly found like, another job. I started to work at the bank. Um, and when I was there, I'm like, this is kind of cool, but it's also like not really what I want to do. So I apply for Sprint because I'm used to, to sales and I'm used to wireless. So then I got the job at Sprint. And at this point, I'm like, you know what, like, this is fine. This is cool. Like, it's paying my bills. I'm good at it. And I was like, you know what? I talked to my girlfriend about it, and I was like, I want to just chase my dreams. And she was like, you know what? Let's put a plan together. We we were going to save money. We are going to move out to L.A., and we were going to just chase our dreams out there. Shortly after having that conversation with her, I got promoted at Sprint. So at the time, it was a... It was a B store. And at the time when you were promoted, the next level was like an assistant manager there. So I was an assistant manager at Sprint. And it was amazing. Like life was good. Like I was making money. I was going out. I was having a good time. I was saving money. And then I got a call. No, I take that back. Then I applied randomly just on the cuff like I would always do. I applied for CBS radio. So... It was just a random Tuesday afternoon. I'm sitting home watching The Simpsons on my day off, and I just applied for this job. I called the receptionist and said, oh, I put my application in. Like, like that's what I told you to do. Call her. I then get a call maybe an hour or so later, 
And it's a man, Corey Purcell, who has been so influential throughout my career. He called and he was like, hey, um, we want to bring you in for an interview at CBS Radio. <laughs> like, oh, my God, like that day, like everything, like just just felt so right. It just was like, how did this happen for me? You know, like what? What? Like, what was the difference between this time putting in the application and the million other times that I did it? Um, a, a quick industry friend tip is that what it was was I tailored my resume to exactly what they were looking for, which is something that I was never told and something that I had never done before. So when I did that, it really did open up doors. Long story short, um, Corey and I spoke in February. We did our first interview in February. I didn't start working at CBS until May. So it was a four-month interview process. I interviewed with multiple people. Um, we had multiple different conversations, and that was really hard because, like, my hopes were up, like, super high. But then it's like, okay, we'll bring you back for another interview, okay, and another interview, and another interview. And it's like, you know, I started to hate my job at Sprint because I thought I was out of there, you know? Like, my mindset had, like, changed so much because it's like, oh, my God, like, I'm getting ready to get this job in my field and so forth and so on. Um, eventually I did get the job there. I started, it was amazing. I loved it there. I was an account executive at KYW News Radio, which is a staple in the city. Like if you live in the city of Philadelphia, you grew up listening to KYW News Radio. I was there and I was selling and I was doing well with it. It was fine. It wasn't, it wasn't, no, it wasn't bad, but at the same time, it wasn't the best either because I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. And I remember, like, walking to, walking to the building, beautiful building, too. They had the CBS news, news station on one side and then the radio stuff on the other side. And then even behind that was the sales side, which is where I was at. So it would be like walking into a house and you smell like, you know, your favorite pie or something in the kitchen. But, like, you're not working in the kitchen, so you can't get the pie. You have to go on the other side. And that's how it felt. So it was really, like... It was torture for a little bit, you know what I mean? Because on one hand, it's like, I'm so grateful to be here. I love this and I'm working here, but I'm also working in a building, but not doing exactly what I want to do. So I used that opportunity um, to apply for iHeartMedia. And I applied for, for, the, for a position. I came in for the interviews and then I decided, you know what? Let me, st let me um, tough it out a little bit more at CBS Radio because I don't want to let these people down. I want to still, you know, work there just because, like, I'm here and they gave me the opportunity. So I, I waited a couple months, and then I decided, you know what, no, like, this is, I'm not being fair or true to myself. Let me just go ahead and apply for iHeart again. I applied again, and anybody will tell you, and I've been told this multiple times, that I'm lucky to be here because when you apply to places— and you let them know that, you know, I'm not really interested in working the job. You usually don't get a second chance. So I got a second chance. I was interviewed by uh, Wes Franks, who at the time was the SVP at iHeartMedia. He gave it to me during that interview because one of the first things he said was, didn't you interview here before and you decided not to take it? And I'm like, yes. And I interviewed with you. I know you understand that. And then we had a really good conversation about it. And it gave me that opportunity to explain myself that a lot of people don't get so if I'm giving, like, tips out, I would really say, like, just be careful when you're turning things down and really consult with yourself and your mentors and other people around you before you turn things down or before you accept things. So with that being said, like, 
My journey started at iHeartMedia. I've loved it so far. I work in the national sales department because for whatever reason, sales is something that's always going to be <laughs> like in my background. I love it. Um, I have opportunities outside of just like the sales department. And I've really grown and loved the opportunity to create my own path here, you know? Um, and that is, again, the main reason why I wanted to create this podcast, because I never had that. I, I didn't grow up with friends or family who worked in the industry. And I have so many other friends who have paved their way and made, and made their own ways in different industries. And that is what I want this podcast to be about. I want to have people from all walks of life on here telling their story, giving their tips, giving their ideas, which is why I'm going to call this podcast Industry Friends. Thank you for listening. This is the first edition on my birthday, January 28th. And um, every Monday, I'm going to throw out new editions, new industry friends, new industries, new people to talk to. If you know someone or have an interest in the industry, please let me know. I will gladly reach out to them, bring them in for an interview, and definitely let you guys know what's going on out there in the world. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Industry Friends. I am the host, Dexter Stuckey. If you liked what you heard, do me a favor and rate the show. Subscribe to the show. Review the show. Repost the show. Please tell your friends about it. I really appreciate it. Industry Friends, your audio foot in the door. Industry Industry Friends. Friends.